106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's Johnny. He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I love you. I know. Say hello to my little friend! Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. Alright, what's up everybody? Uh, welcome, how are you still watching? And before we begin, just a quick shout out to everybody who's uh, listening, sharing, giving us feedback, and supporting the show. Um, there's a couple ways you guys can help us out. We have a Patreon link down below. There's several tiers you guys can sign up with. And we do, I've been posting more there, it's a lot of the behind the scenes, like my show notes and stuff. And then um, I know we're giving away like prints and stuff. Uh, there's a mug, there's a sticker. If you're on the Patreon, uh, supporting us that way. But, um, anyways, how y'all doing? I'm in Phoenix. How's uh, how's mm-hmm. Houston? How's all y'all? Yes. <laughs> <I> can't complain. <laughs> we have power. I think Frank lives in a boat, no? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the, next, the next couple, last couple of days with river, rivers over here. Uh-huh. I was like, don't drown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, look back. Let's go back to the motherland, man. <laughs> it's been wild over here too, man. Like we got hit with rain the last three days, and we left the bar on a Friday night, and it was just fucking downpouring. Like I was going forty on the highway. Is how bad it was. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> humidity that's hitting us with this fucking heat, man. It sucks. Oh, is uh, is New Mexico as like beautiful as like Breaking Bad portray it as? New Mexico yeah, it was green on the way over. Huh? New Mexico's Albuquerque. Oh, well, well, Oh, 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 I'm sorry. He just said he was in Phoenix. I don't know why this whole time I thought he was in New Mexico. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gosh. <laughs> I was, I was, I'm sorry. And, and he literally just said Phoenix. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know why I think I thought he was like in Albuquerque. Tell me you failed geography without telling me you failed geography. Don't you go to like Albuquerque like often? Not they anymore. Go for shows and stuff. I haven't I been there like you, in years. I thought like you went there like to. for your for your job. Oh me? Uh no, Zuli. Oh. No. <laughs> 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 oh man, I tried to save myself. I was like, hey, I was like, fuck it, it's a thread in here somewhere. I'm gonna yank that <laughs> motherfucking note. Just... <laughs> No, nah, we see a lot of shows up in Albuquerque, and then uh, like Meow Wolf is up in Santa Fe, which is another hour north of it. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know where you're drawing these lines from. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he just said Phoenix, and like I was like, I don't know why I was thinking about Albuquerque. I was like, yeah, Albuquerque. 
Nope. You're in the you're like you're you're in one state over. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so uh th- did you guys watch all four? Don't say what movie it is yet, but did you guys watch all four? Yes. Ooh. Oh, I've seen all four. I just saw the first one. Okay, I saw the first one. Yeah. I've seen like so, all th- I I still haven't seen the fourth one, but I saw like all like you know, three. I will say that the third one was the only one that almost made me cry in a long time. Yeah, I know what part you're talking about. I mean, that's that's my childhood right there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that, when when that before we get to like what it was like when that movie came up, I was like 17 going into my senior year. Which one? Part four? Not nah, part three. Oh, part three. So it was nah, 2010. <laughs> I was like, part four came out. I was a full grown man. <laughs> part four wasn't was needed. I don't think. That was yeah. a money grab. I can I can agree to that. But before we dive into it, let me give my little synopsis of it. Um, this is Pixar's first and shortest movie. It was 86 minutes in length, and uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's also perfect. Um, it's a love story. It's an adventure story. It is the first full-length CGI film. Um, and it actually has a family that's missing the father. But it's not due to any kind of unwritten things. It's actually because the father was too expensive to animate. And the writer <laughs> said, you know what? We don't need a minute, so we'll just leave him out. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to do with a broken home. Uh, I'm talking about money. I, I did. I was, I, was, I, was like, I was like, man, they ain't got a dad. But I'm like, but he, the mom has a house. Shit, she don't fucking need a dad. Man. <laughs> I was like, she's doing good on her own. The film this week or the series is uh, Toy Story, the whole franchise, and Pixar Ooh. animation as a whole. Uh, be- before we jump into it, I, 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 I just got to throw this out because. We're going to be giving a lot of like positive things said about it. There's 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 a lot of like creepy guys that worked on this franchise, <laughs> like John oh, Lasseter, like like, the, the like yeah, the director and stuff like that. Like like a lot of sexual misconduct. Like trying to I think like reach on the women's skirts. Like they they would like they would do. They had some type of rule. Like when he would give them a hug. And that became the John Lasseter rule and stuff like that. And then you also had Josh Wilden. He wrote like on the script for the first one. So I was like, I'm like, like going back, I was like, I was like, man, I'm like, this is a dope movie. I'm like, but there was a lot of creepy creatives behind this. <laughs> so my question to you guys is, do you guys have a ballpark of how many characters are actually in Toy Story? Main characters or in general? Just in general. Of all the series combined? Yep, the whole thing. You got Toy Story 1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, the Toy Story I'm going to say everything of all, even the minor characters and all, like the humans and everybody. Yep. So I want to say about two, 300. Josh? Mm, I would say about maybe like I don't think it's like that much. It could be. I would go like 40. 40. 
It's low I don't think like, huh? 40 characters. There's only 40, 40 characters in one movie. I'm trying to think. Well, I, I, I wasn't thinking about like the kids in the third one. There was a shitload of kids. I, I'll, I'll go with 100. 386. <laughs> 322 have appeared once. And 64 of them are different versions of a character across different titles and mediums. And no Andy's dad. Can you believe that bullshit? She didn't need a man. <laughs> so, you're saying he was too expensive to animate, but that was only in the first movie. You don't think they would have brought him back like in the second or third or when they were making money from it? Well, that's the thing, though. Like, <clears throat> So, Toy Story as an entire franchise has grossed uh, what is it? $3 billion. Just over $3 billion. So, that does kind of beg the question, could you have added him in later? Especially after the first Toy Story. So, it netted $365 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. And then four years later, you had Toy Story 2 netted $511 worldwide. But the and thing about... Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was like, the thing about Toy Story 2 was, like, it was originally supposed to be, like, straight to video. Like, that's, like, that's, I, I, I know it's crazy, but if a movie like Toy Story makes $373 million on a $30 million budget, like, that sequel is getting fucking greenlit that first weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, but, you know, then they was like, well, fuck it, we'll just do, like, you know, a straight to, a straight to video. And then they was like, you know what? We could probably release this in theater. Let's go back and like rework this. Well, even the uh, the Toy Story three D double feature it netted thirty five million dollars, mm-hmm. and that's just a rehash. Like it wasn't any kind of redone. There was no budget for it. It was just hey, we're gonna put this out as three D, and uh, it made thirty five million. So for them to say <laughs> we're gonna put it as just a straight to DVD or VHS back then. What the hell's wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 hey man, I was like, I guess they just—it was just like, I guess they probably didn't realize like, realize like what they had at the time, maybe. Well, the thing is too. So the budget for it was ninety million, but its opening weekend was only three hundred thousand dollars. So maybe they kind of got, you know, sweaty palms. Like, oh, we fucked up. <laughs> But then you see domestic box office, it was almost $250 million, and then the worldwide is 511 So it's like, they made it back. So I wonder what happened that weekend that it only made three hundred grand. That is crap. I would have been shitting bricks. <laughs> Somebody oh, getting fired. Man. Yeah, oh, <laughs> man. I was just like, just, I just would have been packing up my office at Pixar and stuff like that. I just would have been like, like what, finna live in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop in that Joshua tree before I leave. <laughs> <clears throat> Come back. We made the money. Come back. <laughs> that shit's wild, man. Like, looking at all this, and then you're getting light year in 2022. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 I don't know. I was like, when, we, when I first read about it, I was like, is this serious? And then you see, and he's like, oh, shit, it is serious. And he's like, they could probably pull it off. I mean, well, look at it this way. The Toy Story 3 netted a billion dollars, right? Yeah. But Toy Story 4, nine years later, only did a billion... How much more did it do? It did about five million more 
than Toy Story 3 did, and it was in 2019. Mm-hmm. So it kind of feels like it should have ended at 3. Yeah. So I, I have, uh, both of you have seen part four, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> what do bad, was it? Eh. Yes, I see. So well, I, I was going to ask also, like, what are y'all opinions about, like, part four? It's like Frank said, I think it was unnecessary. Like, you had another storyline where they have to go and find um, their new owner. I forget what her name is. but um, Dolly or something? Yeah. And you introduce a shit character like Forky <gasps> as the money grab. You bite your tongue. <laughs> the, the movie was a movie thing. Money grab, but not the character. It's so, so, so like somebody got a lot of Forky merchandise at their store that they need to pawn off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the movie was unnecessary, but I like the character. I like uh, Forky. It was a good so, twist on toys. So, uh, going back to like the first ones, I forgot how much, how fucking petty Woody was. <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, gr- like, jokingly, my mom, she would like say that I run like Woody, like I remind her of Woody. <laughs> 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 and I was, t- I was like, man, Woody's petty, and she just looks at me. She was like, man, you see where you get it from? I was ah, calling me petty. Like when uh, Woody's like petting Slinky the dog. And like his body stretched out, and like his butt is like, and Woody, and Woody's face, and Woody like pushes him, and he falls off the bed. I was like, man, that was some petty ass shit. Would you count that as foreshadowing since he does push Buzz, or technically pushes Buzz out of the window? <laughs> sure. I was like, he was he was just losing it. And then <laughs> another thing that remi- he reminded me of like every. Time I think like a woman likes me and I'm overthinking. Like when he holds like the little A bot and he was like, Well, Andy picked me. <laughs> Don't count on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Man, my mom, she she read me perfect while I'm calling me Wood. Damn. <laughs> <clears throat> so going on the animations, because I mentioned earlier that Wood, uh, that uh, Andy's dad was just too expensive. <laughs> Re watching different, you know, clips of it on YouTube and you see the that progression from you know not too detailed to where you get to Toy Story Four and mm-hmm. I mean Woody's shirt has little fine hairs that you can see and <laughs> that to me is freaking amazing and the, I still wonder why they couldn't bring his dad back. <laughs> you know, later he's going to college, like at least pull him in, in for five minutes when he's going to college. In the car, taking his son out there, he finally made it. He's getting rid of these dumbass toys. Like, give them, give them man a bone. <laughs> and we were like, "Fuck you, man! Where you been?" <laughs> 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 it's like I've been around, but I, uh, I, I don't know if like Disney Plus, like probably. I'm pretty sure they probably went back and like brushed it up. Like you know, like everything gets like a 4K update now, so like that. When I was watching like Toy Story, like the animation still looks just great. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure like three and four look even more amazing stuff. That boy. When I was watching Toy Story, I was like, man, this 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 holds up. 
I have a question. I'm going to Google it myself. Um, Toy Story came out in 95. Mm-hmm. I think the next... With the typewriter? That's <laughs> my iPad keyboard, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a typewriter over there. All right, go ahead, sorry. Um, no, because I'm saying, like, the characters' faces in Toy Story, even the toys, they have, you know, believable features. Mm-hmm. But when you go watch something like the Polar Express in 2004, those faces look dead. Yeah. So, well, Polar Express is a different kind of CG. Yeah. They're going for yeah. a different kind of style of movie. Mm-hmm. People, that's an underrated movie, I think. It's a, such a good movie to watch during the holidays, and the animation is great. Like, we look at it, the, the Tintin movie, too. It's kind of like the same animation as the Polar Express. Sure. Did you ever watch that one? The short? No, no, the actual movie, The Adventures of Tintin. I forgot his name. It's an actual movie. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I think like Spielberg made it. Yeah. yeah, it was a good movie too, and the animation is totally different. Of course, it's not CGI mm-hmm. like you know how Toy Story and Pixar would make their CGI. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it good. It's different. Yeah, like when you get to the Pixar movies, once you get to like I want to say maybe Finding Dory or anything, it's just all the animation looks the same, and I, you know you want to you want to switch it up a little bit, and I think that's what mm-hmm. like the movies like Polar Express and Tintin did and all that. But yeah, I, well, Express like like Zuli said and stuff. It did kind of have like the dead eye going for and stuff there because you know the technology was so new at the time and stuff like that. So it, it you something has to crawl so, so something else can walk. Like Paul Express had to crawl for yeah. Ten Ten to walk. So but I can also, see that like, Pixar has this like look to their films where you know it's a Pixar film. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of these other ones that are animated or even stop motion like um, Isle of Dogs or even Rango. Like, I feel like the CGI is just Ooh. different. It's not bad, Ooh. but mm-hmm. it's different. What's it also has like the uh, stop motion, the, uh, what was it like, the Lacoria film studio? It's like Phil Knight's song uh, of Nike. Travis Knight, he did uh like the uh Coraline, Box Trolls, Kubo and the Two Strings. Nine. Huh? Oh, he did nine. He did what? Nine. Around. But <laughs> but like they they, they they yeah, they they, they did those, those are like stop motions and stuff like that. Pa- uh, Paranormal. Paranormal. Frankenweed. I forgot about Frank and Weenie. <laughs> Paranorman, Monster House, Frank and Weenie, Rango, Kubo and the Two Strings, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, James and Diane Peach. Um, there's just so many that you can kind of tell what's Pixar. You can kind of tell what's everybody else. But, I mean, Pixar paved the way for animation and for all the All the animation, all the all the character animations, like I think they were the ones that really put all that money into it to kind of progress where we're going to go with it. Mm-hmm. Frank, you still there? Yeah, see. Okay, I I don't know. Like it kind of kicked me. Out. I don't know what happened. Doing something weird. Um, 
where did you guys last leave out or where, where uh, you guys? Well, I, I was saying like how they used how the storytelling used to be like innovating and stuff like that like you know yeah toy story yeah movies like monster inc finding nemo uh up you know stuff like that where the storytelling would go past regular animation movies and stuff like that like it, it would connect to kids and adults and stuff like that and now it feels like they just kind of like going down like that sequel thing so you, you they still have movies coming out that are still good uh like soul i, I really enjoy soul soul was great it was so uh i don't uh I, I, the cars movies they were okay I feel like Cars was, I don't know, it was subpar. I didn't think they were that good. Yeah, it's like, it, it wasn't next to the Coco was good. Inside Out was good. Wally, Ratatouille, you know, like those, shit, those movies, like I said, like the, the animation was great, but the storytelling lived up to it too. Like it just, it, it was kid movies that, you know, you could watch with your niece with your nephew, or if you do have a kid, or you can watch with your mom, your grandpa, your aunt, like older people too. Like you can sit down and watch those movies. Yeah. And that that's something I like about Pixar. And, and uh, Incredibles, like I really like Incredibles. Incredibles 2 was a fun movie too. A little Jack-Jack. <laughs> <laughs> So that uh, I think more not Marvel. Uh, uh, I was saying like Pixar because I was going to like bring up Marvel as an example. But I think Pixar is exactly like the type of thing that Marvel tries to do live action and stuff like that. Like they hit that sweet spot of like family entertainment. Like you can please little kids up to grown ups and stuff like that when they're at the top of their peak. You don't think any of the other studios do that? Like, oh yeah, uh, what's that? The Studio Ghibli. Uh, uh, Mayo Hizazaki, like ugh, Spirit Away, Princess Monoko, and stuff like that. Yeah, like oh, he he is on a whole. That's something else I I really don't like about John Lazar being such a creep because he convinced Disney to buy. The uh the the U.S. production rights of Spirit with him and Hazaki Muzaki are friends, so he helped brought those movies wide and stuff like that. And you know, you just kind of like you know, they tell you don't meet your your heroes, so he wasn't a hero of mine or something like that. But he brought like you know like these great anime movies, and he's just a creep. But yeah, to answer your question, there are studios like you know making animated movies like this too so going on toy story the whole i want to talk about the money aspect of it because there's so much that came out of toy story that did you guys own any of the toys uh, uh, but like little buzz you know the ones you get at mcdonald's been like crazy big 
You never went to like the Disney store and bought a thirty-five dollar Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, it, dude, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't it. I'm like probably like a like McDonald's and stuff like that. A couple years ago, I did find a Woody toy, but he was missing a horn. Damn. <laughs> well, maybe that's and, what it was supposed to be. And I'm, I'm gonna try to see if I can find that picture. It's a picture I took. Like it's like Woody. He's like missing an arm, and I'm like, Chef Woody has seen a lot of things and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, Sid Sheriff Woody doll. <laughs> but is that, it, maybe maybe that's how it's supposed to be from the Toy Story. What it's too. Yeah, you missing the end. Mm-hmm. Maybe you maybe you had an authentic Woody there, and <laughs> you just let it pass it. Just fucking want to like fucked up Woody. I wanted a real. I wanted a good Woody. I'm like, what the fuck is this? That's I was a good say, Woody from number two. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was gonna say like a disabled Woody. It's nothing wrong with a disabled Woody. But I was like, that's I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way that somebody like probably did that to Woody. I like I want to like hunt them down and be like, where's this fucking horn at? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Sid, Sid was a sick puppy. <laughs> so speaking about Sid, the uh, so Pixar wanted to make Sid's terrifying toys for real. They wanted to sell them alongside Woody, Buzz, Oh, that'd be cool. Bo Peep, um, <laughs> including the horrifying baby head spider. But uh, apparently it didn't work out. Yeah, to see why. Any questions why that maybe wouldn't have worked out like any theories? <laughs> what a fucking scary kid. Frank is like, oh, that would have been cool and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, okay. Give your niece that toy. Your niece will throw that shit back at you. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a spider-headed baby, man. <laughs> Ain't nothing right with it either. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys ever think that your toys would come to life? Yes, when I was little. <laughs> yeah, when I, yeah, when I was little too. Yeah. Like, Which uh, toy would you have been the most terrified of if they came to life? What would have been? I don't think I would have been terrified of none of them. What about you, Frank? I had, you know, I would always put my toys in a, like in a, in a, you know, in a position where I'd come back and I'd remember if they're in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they weren't in that position, I'd be, wait a minute. Speaking of the toys, I, I love like when Andy's like playing with the toys at the beginning. He has like Sheriff Woody, the old Western, Bo Peep. And then he has a dinosaur. Like, that kid logic was perfect. Because I remember playing with that, like, playing like that, too. Like, I had, like, I don't know if you guys remember the show, like, the Rescue Hero show. It was, like, these big toys and stuff like that. They were, like, firemen and, like, other toys and stuff like that. I had, like, a fireman on a motorcycle. I had a Vegeta toy. So, like, none of these things were ever mixed. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had like my sister like Barbie toys and they were there and like I guess like that we, they would join the fights and stuff like that or whatever. It's like none of, none of this made sense. There was no logic to it. But I think that's the beauty of being a child. Like you have that innocence, so you don't care that Goku is in one world, <laughs> Woody's in this other world, and Woody is the man because you don't care that Goku has superpowers. <laughs> Woody is the man. And then I'm uh, I'm I'm looking because well my mom she kept like all of her like stuffed animals from when we were kids, uh, she bought me one. Uh, this is like 
it, on, I'm looking on his on his foot. It's like a stuffed bear. She got. I believe I I, I was like sick or something. It's like two thousand. So I was like maybe like seven. And like I said, you're a kid. I don't know, I'm like he would like in my head like he would come alive. It's like Mr. Bear. He was the coolest guy I knew. <laughs> 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 he was gonna like come alive, kind of like Ted, but like a PG rated G version before Ted. He would come alive and he would help me like at school. He was gonna be like the coolest bear ever. <laughs> was that your uh, Lotso bear? <laughs> Lotso bear. <laughs> he wasn't as demented though. Um, did you guys know that Billy Crystal almost voiced Buzz? Ain't about that. I don't think that would have worked. I think Tim Allen was a perfect Buzz. The Buzz oh, yeah. was that like the oh, 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 family features and all that. The how? <laughs> he's, he's doing Tim the tool man from home. <laughs> it's funny, I was watching a uh, like the little Easter eggs that you get in the series and stuff, mm. and I forget which what the name of it was, but on Tim the Toolman Taylor show, there was a company that they always mentioned for their tools, and they wrote it into different parts of Toy Story, like the uh like the branding of certain things, whenever Buzz was around, it was part of Buzz's branding. So I'll have to go back and or I'll post it on our feed, but it was interesting to see like all the the little tiebacks. And there's a postcard in Toy Story 4, I think, from Ellie and the old man from Up. <laughs> That's sitting on some board that Andy has in his room. There's a uh, by and large appears over and over again. So the I guess the sick history on that is well by and large kind of ruins the world later. So you see the world in Toy Story as it is now, and then all of a sudden you go watch Wally, and it's like, damn, they really fucked it up. I think Wally was another um, underrated movie. Oh, I love Wally. Yeah, but not a lot of people did because they're like, oh, it was boring and all that. But I think it's a really great movie. I think Wally could have been almost like a, hey, if you guys don't get your shit together, this could happen. I think that's what they're going for in that movie. <laughs> Wally's like a romantic movie, like the beginning of it. Like uh, he's all alone. He finds Eve and stuff like that. And now it, it, it's, it's damn near like a silent movie until like the humans come. Yeah, this is true. It's driven a lot by the. The soundtracks, yeah, and uh, I'm I'm glad you brought up up. Uh, I believe I told this story before. I I really love up, uh, especially like the first, like that ten minute, like with the music playing, and where him and will call and Ellie gets married and they grow old. It beautiful, beautiful part. So I I saw uh up uh, 2019. I was 16 in Colleen, Texas, where my Aunt lives. My cousin in the Air Force was visiting. He was visiting with his wife and his two sons. We went to see the movie. His one, his young son, started crying for some reason. My cousin took him out, so it's me, his wife, my sister, and his youngest son. And after the movie, my sister was like, "Josh was crying," and I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, he was crying," and she was like, "Right," and she looks towards like my cousin's son, and he 
He fucking agrees with her. I was like, we're in a dark theater. I'm like, how? He's sitting on the other side. And my cousin was like, where are you crying? Like, not in a judging way. And his wife was like, well, it was a sad movie. I'm like, don't give him reasons to believe this. And still to this day, my mom thinks I cried doing up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it was a really, like... <laughs> It was a beautiful sequence. Uh, and the was, fact that it was animated so well with the music and you didn't have to hear anything, but you knew what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing wrong with crying and stuff like that, but I didn't. Gosh, it's okay. You can you can admit <laughs> that's what we're here for. That's what this show's for. You can admit your your sentimental moments throughout film history, okay? <laughs> I <was like> <laughs> Because it's like we were saying when we first joined in, I almost cried in Toy Story 3 when they're about to get burned. Yeah. But the aliens come and they save them. But I don't know how long that stupid ass sequence was, but my heart was pounding. My palms were floating. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Like, this is it. This is this is the end. That was... Th- I, I, at the time, I didn't really, like, think about it. But now, I'm, like, thinking about they fucking accepted death. Like, they were ready for it. Like, they just yeah. hold on. <laughs> I was like, they just, they were just hugging each other. They're just looking at nobody's, like, freaking out or, like, trying to, like, do a last minute uh, plot device to get out and stuff like that. It's just like, this is the end. <laughs> Dude, even the expression in Buzz's face when he looks over at Jesse, because Jesse's freaking out, the expression was like, this is it. Toys and toys looked at death and they embraced it. <laughs> but they did it. That's even weirder. Disney out here giving Disney's go, uh, philosophy on death. <laughs> Don't run for it. We all die. <laughs> Buy our toys. <laughs> Buy our toys, or you're gonna end up like Wally. Blocks of trash. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? So, Toy Story made the most money in 1995, and it's also the 96th highest grossing film of all time. Um, Andy's supposed to be named after Andy Van Dam, a professor of computer sciences who taught many of the animators in the film and pioneered a lot of the early animation techniques. And I think you see that, like, with the license plate and stuff. They name it a A113 as part of the, uh, I guess, the classroom that they all studied in. So that's how mm-hmm. they give that homage to it is, hey, this license plate's 113. Uh, and you see it over and over. Again, it was on that stupid video I was watching where it's all the little Easter eggs of A113. It's on a camera. He, he fucking agrees with her. I was like, we're in a dark theater. I'm like, Toy Story. So it, it's a recurring thing throughout it. So, the production behind it is like, if I don't want to get too much into it, but like you, you, you just like you read a little about it. You're like, how the hell did this work? I think they had huge balls to try something that's never been done. Yeah, and out because up until then it was just those little the five minute shorts. Mm-hmm. And like they they were like you know arguing with a. Uh, some of the people behind, like like uh, like the Disney board and stuff like that, 
the guy he, he played uh, John Rasenberg. He, I, he he's the voice of Rex, but he's also like a producer and stuff like that. And he's like very demanding. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, it, it worked. Like they they rewrote the script and like a uh, like I believe like over the weekend they went back and because like the first cut they saw like I believe like Disney was like, what is this? And they was like, well, you know, this is not the movie that they wanted to make. They just made a lot of compromise. They went back, they fixed it, and now we get out like this. It's it's really it's a classic movie. It holds up. I was watching it last night. And I felt like a fucking kid again. <laughs> like, really? Like, I was just like, and I knew like certain parts that were coming up and stuff like that. And like certain things, like as an adult, like I picked up on and stuff. Like, Bo Peep really fucks with Woody. <laughs> <laughs> she really fucks with Woody. I was like, man, that's what I'm talking about. She was, <laughs> she was like, you coming over later tonight? I can put the sheep to sleep. <laughs> oh, dude! Same thing. I was watching. I was like, "God damn it, she's she's got into for Woody, man." <laughs> she she has a thing for him. She was like, Mm-mm. "She's like, hey, hey, Sheriff." <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, she was like, "Look up!" It's just like under mistletoe, and then like he stumbles back, and you see like lipstick all over him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a love story. See. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, you know, like he wasn't coming on, she was coming on to him. Yeah, it wasn't no me too in Twister. <laughs> so he was like, we both grown and I know what I want. <laughs> Can you guys imagine that love story if Woody was a ventriloquist dummy? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so creepy. The early drafts saw Woody as a ventriloquist dummy who needs, who leads toys in a rebellion. Yeah, that's why I was like, <laughs> that's why I don't really like trying to like judge early ideas of like movies and stuff. It's fun to like know like how it start and like the process of. But some people they go back and be like, see, they were a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get into that, but nobody hates nobody hates Star Wars as much as Star Wars fans. You listen to them, and they were like, George Lucas didn't do shit. You like, he made it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I I I couldn't see what he has like eventually his on that. I think that would have been too far. <laughs> Even another one here is uh, Woody wasn't supposed to be nice. He was actually supposed to be rude, sarcastic, and <laughs> and again, this is the version where he's a ventriloquist dummy, but he is meant to be friends with Tinny, the toy from the short. Yeah, all right. yeah. And uh, says here that I think Tinny actually pushed Buzz out of the window in those <laughs> early versions. <laughs> I was reading about yeah, very mean spirit. <laughs> they had to tone it down. Instead of making uh, uh, instead of making Woody a dick, they just made him petty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, out of all four of them, which one you say is your favorite one? I like part three. Mm-hmm. 
So it was fun. It was like the Indian industry had all the toys come together, and not just like their toys, but you had the preschool toys. Uh, part two was a lot of fun too. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest, this is the one where part one isn't really the greatest one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like part three. That was my favorite one. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Frank on this one. Like, part one was good, but I think it's just because it's the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. But part three for me was the best one, and yeah. I think a lot of it just has to do to, you know, you almost lost these toys that you watched <laughs> growing up, so it has like a a really emotional tie to to me at least. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I would say like they, they definitely like whatever like bumps and stuff like that they, like they definitely like smoothed it out whatever they had and it, and you can't really go wrong with either one because I, I haven't seen part four from, from what I was like from what I heard and stuff like that it's not a bad movie so like it's none of these movies are bad like they're all good like they knew what they were trying to say and they went out and accomplished it I think they knocked out of the park. I mean, considering what they built Pixar from, you know, from going from Tintin or Timmy, whatever the that first short was, to doing, you know, Wally, Toy Story, um, mm. all those amazing ass CGI films. Like, I think they've built something great. And I think this is something that kind of cements their legacy as one of the best animation studios of all time, as far mm. as like kids' movies are concerned. Because, yeah, I don't think they do adult action you know mm. mostly kid movies and i think that's where the money is because if you can get kids to buy any of your freaking product you get yeah. things like orky and other Art. crappy characters yeah oh man like people don't really like there's there's a lot of money to be made in the movies but there's even more money to be made from the merchandise because mm-hmm. We're all adults, like you know, we enjoy these movies and stuff like that. But it's like we we all have like nieces and nephews. They're the ones that gonna have like Toy Story parties, Toy Story lunchbox, uh, Toy Story like cake, Toy Story like backpacks and stuff like that. Like that's for them. Like like you said, uh, uh, Toy Story three and four made. You said all three, like all four made like over three billion dollars. I'm pretty sure from the merchandise. Oh, Six, yeah. seven billion easily. Easily. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I was like, maybe even 10, like the, from the merchandise. Dude, because I remember going to Disney and a Buzz Lightyear at Disney was like 50 bucks, but it came in the box. It came with batteries. Like it did all the things that it did in the movie, but it was at Disney. I even remember buying a Boba Fett at Disney and it was a little overpriced, but. <laughs> It's a Boba Fett from Disney, and you you really don't see that you know scale of a Boba Fett thing out there. And so I was like, hell yeah, we're gonna get it. So I bought it. <laughs> it stayed at the Star Wars shop until Disney closed, and I went back and picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yes, I'm here to pick up my Boba Fett. <laughs> here to uh, pick up my action figure. Oh, this doll? It's an action figure. <laughs> it's like I appreciate if you don't insult me, sir. <laughs> Did you guys ever have the uh, Mrs. Nesbitt action figure? No. I didn't even know they made those. Oh, you know what? I've seen the pop of those. Yeah, I didn't. Did you? 
No, I'm just scrolling through the toys and the pictures of the damn Woody and Buzz stuff. <laughs> I know I've seen the pop before. <laughs> I wonder, let me see how much the merchandise is made from Toy Story, because Josh, you got me. Uh, yeah, I was, I was like, I, was like I, I, I would, like, once again, I would not bet money. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I would bet something that, like, the merchandise easily beat the three billion that they made. Oh, I, I, so uh, from what I picked up, it said it has generated nine billion in global retail sales since its nighttime fly exception. Yep, and yeah, and and that was before Toy Story three, so ahead of Toy Story three. So yeah, it's probably at ten billion. Jesus Christ. Uh, Toy Story 3 and 2010, their merchandise was $2.4 billion alone. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the money's in the merchandise. If you can find, like, a, a franchise, that's good. The merchandise. That's why I think it's amazing that they came up with a, a pinchy fork as the money grab for four. It worked? Hell yeah, it worked. I was like, well, <laughs> uh, one, one of these episodes, these podcasts are going to spawn into a franchise and we're going to come up with some merchandise. <laughs> and man, I'm going to push this shit like a drug dealer on the wire. <laughs> Josh, what did you Google to see how much the, uh, the merch has made? Uh, Toy Story merchandise sales, and I and even then I didn't get like an accurate figure because it's ahead of Toy Story three. Disney said the franchise has already generated nine billion in global reach. So, so that's before the last two movies came out. What year was this? This one, it said. Hold on. This article is from twenty fifteen. So it doesn't mention anything about the $40.9 billion that it made in 2013? Man, I guess not. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we need more guys. <laughs> I was like, we, we got to sit down and like come up with some ideas. Yeah, I'm thinking a Frank action figure <laughs> that will, will Batista bomb you. Batista bomb you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it 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 comes with like different hats that you can take off and put on. <laughs> oh shit! See, I was thinking about coming up with like a uh, like a movie franchise and stuff like that. Julie's talking about us being the action figure. All right. Hey man, I'm trying to generate some money for it. I need some revenue at this podcast. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be like, This is the episode I knew that they sold out. <laughs> and I would say, You can't sell out unless somebody's buying. <laughs> God, that's insane. Just reading the numbers on just merchandise alone is insane, man. It's crazy. It's like I said, I was, and, uh, 
Frank knows firsthand. You, you guys probably know too. Like you, y'all saw Star Wars when y'all were like kids. Y'all wanted. I'm pretty. You wanted the lightsabers. You wanted like you wanted to be Luke Skywalker and stuff. Hold like up, that. like Josh. Uh huh. I'm 31 years old, and I was just telling Rebecca <laughs> that I don't know if I want a droid or a lightsaber when we go to Star Wars land. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm pretty sure, like you, like it wasn't that long ago, like you had the Boba Fett, like action figure waiting for you. We won't talk about that. <laughs> so that's how I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was gonna sound like a joke. I was like, you get them while they're young. <laughs> you get them hooked. You get them hooked. Ah, shit. Yeah, we need a we need merch, and we need to not admit how much Star Wars crap that we've bought. Me and Frank. Cause... I'm pretty sure it's a lot. But yeah, I was like that the merchandise and I feel like it's worth like I'm I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna watch Toy Story for uh probably like one day this week. I can't work and stuff like that. But yeah, like I said, all three are great. Uh, I, I like it's been a while since I saw part two, but you know, part two, it, it, uh, I know part two had Jesse in it, like the call girl, yeah, it had a Jesse Grammer, yeah. And it, I, I, I remember uh, part three and stuff like that being fun. They had Michael King as Ken, <laughs> this is true. And then the scene of like where they have like the preschool kids going crazy grabbing the toys that was hilarious. So, it, yeah, I was like, I'm they, you know, like when Toy Story came out, I was like two, so I it was probably like a few years later when I eventually got to see him. But you know, I loved it, and like last night, like it just brought back memories of like being a kid. And like I said, like I caught on to things that I probably didn't catch on like as a kid, or I probably just like laughed off as a kid and stuff like that. Like I, I love like how they turned on on Woody. When they thought he killed Buzz, like nobody was like trying to make excuses for him. They was like, "He's he's fucking murdering toys. We gotta get him out of here." <laughs> it was like they knew Woody for years, but like as soon as they like saw that he was hating on Buzz, they was like, "Fuck that, get him out of here." <laughs> like uh, they had like one of them had like the itch skits where they had like they did like they like the hangman. Yeah, they were gonna hang him. It was like. <laughs> and Etch was supposed to be his buddy. <laughs> All right. Before we uh, close this episode out, I got a question for both you guys. You can take your turns asking. And uh, it's got nothing to do with Toy Story, but it is a question from the internet. Okay. Uh, every week I'm going to go out and find something outrageous and ridiculous. And uh, don't explain it. So just give me your answer without an explanation. So here's the question. Are you guys ready? Yep. Okay, it's a relationship question. Ooh. You lost your spouse in the Thanos snap, but five years later, the Avengers brought them back. But you already remarried, you have three kids, and you spent the life insurance on a failed food truck. Do you get back with your old spouse or stay with your new Thanos snap family? Frank, you could take that one first. <laughs> did, uh, you said it's a clone? Or a she, what? Brought, uh, she brought back to life or it's a clone or what? 
No, no, no. Okay, so we did the Avengers. You saw how they reversed the snap of Thanos, so everybody comes back. The question's asking. It's five years later. The Avengers go and they bring everybody back, but you're already married, you have three kids, and you spent the life insurance check of your spouse on a failed food truck. Do you get back together with your old spouse, or do you stay with your new Thanos Snap family? Hmm. Well, what did, did you have kids with the old spouse? It does not specify. Oh, then that's, that's a big part, though, because you had kids with the old spouse. I don't know. That's a trick question. I would have to think about that. See, I, yeah, I, I, um, I'll, I'll stay with my new family because it's like it's like it's, yeah, it's not, it's yeah, new, it, it, it's, yeah. I, I, and I was like finna explain why, but I was like, no, nah, it's in no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all want to add anything else before we uh, close this episode? Uh, watch Toy Story. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. if you're a man. Find you a woman like Bo <laughs> Peep. She fucks with Woody, man. Like she, she fucks with him. That's what I'm talking about. Like find you, find you a woman like Bo Peep. <laughs> and if you're a woman, find you a man like Woody, because you know he was he was petty, but he came around on it. <laughs> and he admitted. He was like he admitted. He was like I was being jealous. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, we'll have something new for you guys. Oh, wait, are we doing an episode next week? Or are we going to take a week off? Take a week off. I won't be available. Unless you guys want to do one. Yeah, we'll think about it. I might. I'll, I'll draw something. See what. Yeah, I'll like see if we see if like, we do like a, like a little quick one or something. Yeah. All right, y'all. Yeah. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Don't forget to share the show. And uh, we appreciate it. D-J-A-N-G-O. The D is silent. I know.